Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast. Today's episode is all about how to answer the question of, are you ready for an MBA? And what I want to do in this episode, hopefully, is to give you some guidelines and some almost reference checks. What I want to do with this episode is to give you some things to think about and consider so that you can answer the question for yourself of, are you ready for an MBA and for the MBA degree? And I'm sharing this because this is oftentimes a question that I get a lot. And I recently was doing a talk for a couple hundred professionals around the MBA degree. And I thought that it would be good to share some of my own thoughts and reflections on how to answer this question because I do get it quite a bit. What I hope to be able to do by the end of this episode is to give you some context for how to think about if you are ready for an MBA give you some considerations to make when you are going through this process of trying to decide if you're ready for an MBA, and then offer you a set of tactical things that you can do to start going through the reflection and discovery and exploration process of an MBA is right for you. Where I want to start this conversation is to talk about just how the way that we view careers and the way we view the work, what it were, what, fuck all of this. Where I think we can enter the conversation is to think about just how much careers and how we view careers is really changing in today's world of work. I think once upon a time, there was this linear, singular, very static view of what a career was in terms of you, oftentimes, if you were in the corporate and professional workplace, you went to college, you got a job, maybe it turned into a career if you really loved it, and then you retired, and then you were off to the races to enjoy the rest of your life. And while Many people still do think of a career in that way. Career has become much more expansive in terms of how we define that. And there are a lot more path and options for how we can even constitute a career. Furthermore, once upon a time, the latter really worked in the sense that business often was pretty predictable. Back in the day, companies could make five and 10 and 15 year business strategies. And then they could what they could do with that is they could map the needs of the business from a people perspective against those strategies, which often meant that companies could know oftentimes with a little bit of advance warning of the types of needs they needed for their people, which meant they could move them around and they could do talent planning and they could offer those career pathways, if you will. While some of that still exists, a lot of that doesn't and a lot has changed. I think if anything, with the world of work and the changes that come within it move a lot quicker and a lot faster. And with constant change and with things that are rapidly evolving, what that also means is that there's a lot of possibilities that come as a result of that. And that's why oftentimes, not only do you hear about the career ladder, but you might also have heard of terms like the career lattice or the career jungle gym, or these kind of other types of ways to think about a career in terms of having multiple paths. Instead of just having to go one direction in terms of just climbing that ladder, you could go across, you could go horizontal, you could go up, you could go down and in different directions. And even beyond that, you start to hear things like if you've ever heard the term of a squiggly career or maybe a non-linear career, if you will, or you may have even heard 
from our previous guest in the Amy Insider podcast, Christina Wallace, talk about the portfolio life in terms of viewing a career like a, por like a portfolio of different bets or investments. So there's a lot more definitions of what a career even could be, which also means that there's a lot more possibilities about what you can do in order to A, constitute a career, but in order to get jobs and opportunities that come within a career. And so how that relates to an MBA, why does that matter? At the end of the day, an MBA, in my view, is something what I like to call a career accelerant. All that really means is that it allows you to either get to a different path or allows you to go faster on an existing path and to get there faster. An accelerant is really, career accelerant like an MBA is really important in a constantly changing world. And we're all going to need different career accelerants along the way to help us navigate through a world of work that continues to change. But that MBA in particular, of all the different career accelerants that are out there, can be super, super valuable and super, super important because it is an incredibly versatile degree because of the education that you get, because of the skills that you gain, because of the network that you have. And we'll talk about a little bit more. But the net of it and what that really means is that there's a lot of possibilities for how we can take our career. And when we have a sense and idea of the types of things that we might want to do, we can then start to think about what career accelerants might we need. And that's where the MBA really comes into play. Now, when we think about our career, oftentimes we might ask ourselves, why get an MBA? Why use an MBA as a career accelerant? The MBA.com, which is owned by GMAC, puts out a survey every year where they ask people about some of the reasons why they choose to go get an MBA in terms of their career goals. So I'm going to read a couple stats here based on the survey, but the number one stat, which isn't really a surprise, is a salary increase, and that's at about 47%. About 42% said to manage people. About another 42% said to obtain a senior level position. 32% said to change job functions. And then the 31% said to get a job within a different org. Those are just some common kind of data points, which I think are important and valuable. But it's also important to remember that when you aggregate, you know, thousands of data points across a survey, sometimes you miss the unique nuances of each individual's lived experience. The other thing, quite frankly, is that when you have a multiple choice or pickless kind of question, you don't give people a chance to really dig into the, some of the more qualitative reasons why they might want to go get an MBA. And so what I want to do is I want to share my own kind of experience in terms of of all the thousands of conversations that I've had with people about why they've gotten, gone to chosen to get an MBA, you know, what that really amounts to. And so what that really amounts to in a lot of cases is I would say maybe about four kind of uh, different kind of uh, means. So the first is to explore a new industry or function. So this is common for someone who wants to switch careers. If you've decided that you've decided that it's important for you to move into a new profession. So as an example, one of my classmates in business school, he used to be a teacher and he thought he wanted to be a management consultant. In order for him to go from being a teacher to a management consultant, he needed a career accelerator, right? Because not too many consulting firms will just hire a really smart and hardworking teacher. That was why an MBA was good for him. There are plenty of other examples of this, but that's a common one. And you might be ready for an MBA if you know that you want to change careers industry in the sense of going into a new industry or function, and you can use an MBA to get that. The second reason is to accelerate on your career, current career path or a career path. So maybe you're in a particular industry or in a particular function 
you're doing well, but you want to either someday be able to rise to the ranks or maybe to develop further expertise as a leader in that particular industry or function. A good time to get an MBA, or if you're ready for it, is if you can see that in order for you to get towards that goal or to get there faster, an MBA could be the thing that helps enable that. And so perhaps maybe you are working in an organization that does have a lot of leaders who do have MBAs and you want to stay with that organization. And so one good reason and one reason why you might be ready is if you have a lot of those skills, but you don't have that education and you want that management experience, getting an MBA could be right for you. The third idea is to expand and diversify your network. This is often, you know, something that happens, particularly with those who want to go down the entrepreneurship route. There are a lot of ways to be an entrepreneur where you don't need to go to business school, but let's say that you do want a network or you do want relationships or access to resources or capital. Going to business school to become an entrepreneur can, is going to give you an, uh, the ability to expand and diversify that network in order to actually be able to do that. And then perhaps the last thing and the last reason why some people get an MBA is to future-proof or future-ready your career. So a lot of times people get to a point in their career where they've clearly done well and they know that they want to keep growing, but they're not sure how, but they also know that they're going to be working for a long time. And as a result of that, they know that having an MBA degree is going to enable both short-term goals as well as long-term growth. They very much understand that they have some general idea of what they might want to do when they enter school, but they also very much see as having that MBA as something that's going to help them as they continue to evolve and grow in their career. I often remind people that even if you are dead set on knowing what you want to do when you enter business school, that most people enter business school between the ages of 25 and 35, which often means that the first job after business school is not going to be the last one. It might not even be the last industry. And so getting an MBA could also be to future ready your career in terms of having something to go back to as you continuously evolve your, through your career. And also as the world of work continues to change. So those are just some reasons why people choose to get an MBA. And again, those are some more qualitative ones coming from just my own observations of talking with thousands of people. And that still is backed up by some of the data in terms of a lot of those people do want a salary increase. A lot of those people do want to have a management position or to make a change, but it's just some additional insight into the equation. What I want to do now is I want to walk through a couple different scenarios of when an MBA could be a good next step for you in your career. Now, everyone's journey is unique in their own, so you're going to have to figure this out for yourself, of course, because everyone's goals are different. Yours is going to be different. But I figured this could be a really good way to see if any of these resonate for you. It might be worth digging into it a little bit more or at least going out and finding other people who maybe mirror this, who went to business school and talking to them so you can better understand if an MBA could be right for you. So I'm going to give about four of these scenarios and hopefully these will help you reflect a little bit to see if any of these could resonate for you. So the first is an MBA could be a good next step if you are pretty confident that you want to make a career transition. This is the classic. You want to enter a new function or an industry and you've done your homework and realized that an MBA can be the bridge that helps you get from the industry or function you're in to the industry or function that you want to be in. So that is the classic career transition. The second scenario when an MBA could be a good next step in your career is when you're ready to accelerate. So you're already progressing or you've already progressed and you've already grown in your role. You've seen yourself get those marks for being a good performer. 
And you have a sense that you want to continue on the path you're on, whether that's growing into the role or growing into the function or becoming a leader. But you recognize that you're either going to go faster or you're going to go farther when you have that advanced degree. And you've figured out and mapped out specifically for that role or function how that MBA is going to get you further or get you there farther. And so that is the second one. Hey there, it's Al. And thanks so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. I wanted to take a quick break to ask you a small favor. I'm loving doing this show, and I hope you're enjoying it too. If you're enjoying this episode, I would really appreciate it if you take a few minutes to leave a review and rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, or simply share it on social media or send it to a friend. I'm incredibly grateful for your support. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. The third is around this idea of a plateau. Perhaps you've hit a wall in your career. You've done well, but you aren't sure that you can go any further on the path you're on and be happy with that, either in terms of the work, maybe the compensation, or just maybe the growth. And in addition to that, you have at least a couple hypotheses about what you would want to pursue next. I don't ever really recommend just going to business school because you've hit a wall and you don't know what you want to do. I think this is a big decision and I think it's always good to come in with some kind of intention. And so that's why I put the caveat of if you've hit a wall and you have at least a couple of good hunches as to what you would want to do after the MBA degree, and you can validate that with with some kind of confidence that an MBA can in fact help you get there. And then the last kind of scenario that I wanted to share is about when an MBA could be a good next step is if you believe in the long-term value of the MBA degree and you're looking at this as an investment in your future. So you do need to have a sense of what you think you would want to do with an MBA in the short term, but you're also betting on the long-term ROI of an MBA degree and the education that comes with it. Look, an MBA is not cheap in a lot of ways. And in addition to that, particularly an MBA from top school, there's plenty of data out there that shows that even though there is cost associated with it, for sure, and those do not need to be ignored and shouldn't be ignored, there is long-term value of an educational degree of an MBA from a top-tier institution. And so in this case, you're betting on the investment and you see it as an investment in your future. Okay, so those are four scenarios, if you will. And again, if any of those resonate, I really encourage you to dig into them a little bit further and do a little bit more exploration about yourself and also maybe going out and talking to some other people who maybe are in a similar path at least that will give you a good starting point to really understand and answer the question of if you're ready for an MBA. Okay, what I want to do now is I want to give you a list of, a checklist, if you will, of considerations about the MBA degree. And the way that I would think about this is in terms of if you can go through each of these almost sets of criteria and have somewhat of a, or if you have a confident answer to these questions, then I think if you can get through the majority of these, it probably means that you are ready to get an MBA. And part of this is actually knowing what these things are, but then the other part of this is making sure that you're going to do the work in terms of figuring out the research you need to do, the soul searching, the reflection, the research gathering that you might need in order to get to the answers to some of these questions. Because some of these will come pretty easily and other ones might take a little bit of work. So I wanna go through all of them. So. First is this idea of having some career goals. And so if you can answer the, this with, 
I am confident in the direction I want to go in next in my career. If you can answer that question to, I would say, if this were on a, like a one or one to five point scale, if you can be in like the four range or higher, and with one being the least confident, five being the most confident, that's generally a pretty good sign. Again, an MBA is a career accelerant, and so knowing where you want to go is super, super important and super helpful. The second is program research. This means that you have a sense of the type of MBA program that will support the goals that you have for yourself. So this means going the program, the type of program, whether that's full-time, part-time, online, working professional, et cetera, as well as I would also put in there some kind of requirements of some kind around the types of schools that you might want to apply to as well. Again, if you can confidently answer some of those, the, that question and have some ideas around that, you're probably in a pretty good place. The third is just this idea of confidence that an MBA supports your goals. So not only should you have confidence about what those goals are, but hopefully you also have some confidence that an MBA can help you actually achieve those goals. Now, this is going to come really in the form of the research that you do in terms of looking at the programs as well as being able to talk to other people maybe who have gone on similar paths or talking to current students or maybe some alum. So this is really heavy on the research. And so if you've done that work, you know that you can that there's um, some data and information that makes you feel good about potentially going down this path, then you're probably in good shape. The fourth is this idea of opportunity cost. What this means is that you are aware of other alternatives that could help you achieve those career goals. And what I mean by this is that, again, if you think about this like of an investment, if you're making a decision on an investment, generally speaking, you're also evaluating other opportunities. And what you're usually doing is evaluating the pros and cons or the costs and benefits of all the opportunities involved. There is absolutely real opportunity cost that comes with going to business school in the form of, in some cases, foregone salary, or in some cases, time away from being in the workplace, other types of opportunity costs that exist. And I think it's important to know and acknowledge what those costs are so you can be clear-eyed about the experience that you're heading into. I think the other aspect of this is that for many of the career goals that we have, there could be multiple kind of career accelerants, if you will, that can help us get there. An MBA might be one of them, but there could be many other ones as well. And I think it's really important that you are aware and you've done your due diligence to know and to be able to confidently say, look, I have a sense of where I want to go. I understand the opportunity cost of doing this as well as the other alternatives that are out there. And I still feel pretty good about this. If you can get to a point where you're doing that, you're in a really good spot and you're probably ready for an MBA. And conversely, if you realize in that process that you know what, the MBA isn't the right opportunity, that's really good knowledge too. Because again, going back to the cost of the MBA program, it can be pretty costly. And in most cases, from a pure financial perspective, the MBA is probably going to be on the cost side, one of the highest ones that you're going to have. And the last question is this idea around investment willingness. And what this really means is that you are aware of the investment that it's going to take to the degree that is possible of pursuing an MBA. Now, investment can mean really comes down to resources and resources can be anything in terms of money. It could also mean time. It could also mean any other resource that you're going to be giving to the time you're in business school. And so just being aware of what those things are and understanding and acknowledging the trade-offs, I think can be really helpful. So that's your checklist. Again, it's career goals, MBA program research, confidence that an MBA supports your goals, opportunity costs, and investment willingness. If you can get to a good, healthy understanding of thoughts and answers to those questions, either through exploration or research, 
you're probably in good shape in terms of being ready for an MBA to start the process. Okay, now what I wanna do is I wanna give you some questions that you can reflect on in terms of trying to make some of those decision criteria come to life. So I'm gonna give you four of them. So first is, what are my short-term goals? And then how does an MBA help me work towards them? This is an important question for two reasons. One, because I think it's gonna help you answer some of those criteria. But number two, you are most likely going to get this question in your MBA application wherever you apply. And so if you can answer it now, it's actually gonna come in handy when you actually apply to business school. The same goes for this next question, which is, what are my long-term goals? And how specifically does an MBA help me work towards them? And again, both of those are really good questions in order to be able to feel confident about being ready for business school, as well as actually being tactically ready in terms of the application process. And I also just think they're just healthy questions to be able to have answers to. Now, you're probably gonna be slightly more confident and slightly more crystal clear on the short-term one. Well, careers are long, you may not have the full answer to that, but just being able to answer that and getting in the mindset of being able to do that, I think is a really good place to start. Number three is, if I didn't get an MBA, what would I rely on for learning and growth as a professional? So this speaks a little bit to the opportunity cost of going to business school, right? Because if you're thinking about business school, chances are you're thinking about professional development and growth in general. And even if you choose not to go, chances are that doesn't mean that you're not going to stop learning. What else are you going to do? What else are you going to, how are you going to push yourself to learn and grow? Uh, I think that's important to maybe think about and consider in terms of really thinking through what are those other ways you're gonna learn and grow if you don't decide to go to business school. And then last but not least, what is the financial cost and what is the opportunity cost? And really, again, being able to answer those questions, I think if you can answer those questions clearly, you're gonna be in a good spot. Okay, so now I wanna leave you with some action items in terms of what you can do next immediately after listening to this podcast if you really wanna answer the question about if you're ready for an MBA and if you're ready to kick off the application process. So here are those things. So first and foremost, start reflecting and thinking about your short and long-term goals. That's gonna be the, the crux of all of this because that's ultimately map, what maps back to whether or not you decide to get an MBA. The second thing is, is that you wanna go and speak to about three to five people who have, who have gone to business school and who directionally have the career path that you're hoping to achieve. Getting to hear their story Getting to hear their thought process in particular is going to be helpful data to you in terms of giving you more confidence in your own kind of career aspirations. And not that you need to copy exactly what they say or how they think, but that information I think is going to inform how you think through this process. The third thing you want to be able to do is to generate other potential short-term options to achieving your goals. And I want you to do this because I think it's just good due diligence process even if you decide to go to business school, knowing that you did the homework, did the research to explore the other options that are out there, I think will be really good and make you feel really confident that you really did your homework and that you feel excited and ready to take the next step. And then fourth is make sure to research the financial and opportunity cost. This is one that is very real, but oftentimes doesn't get as talked about as much. And I think it's important because again, an MBA is an investment. It's not a cheap investment by any means. And it's important to be clear-eyed about what you're getting yourself into in terms of not just the financial investment, which is important, but the other investment in terms of time, energy, things that you might be giving up because you can't, because you are in school, things like that. I think if you can answer those, or you can take those actions next if you feel like you do want to explore this route, 
I think you're going to find yourself in a really good position. Okay, so that wraps up this whole question around, are you ready for an MBA? So gave you some context for why an MBA could be important in today's world of work and just how careers are changing and the role that an MBA can play in terms of facilitating that career growth. I walked you through some reasons why people get an MBA as well as some common scenarios for why people decide to eventually go to business school. I talked a little bit about some of those things you should consider in terms of making sure that you do diligence to make sure that you're ready to go to business school and to feel confident about that decision to apply. And then it gave you some actions about what you can do next to really find out if you're ready for an MBA. So I hope that was helpful. As always, please let me know what you think. Feel free to find me and connect with me on LinkedIn and tell me if this was helpful or not. And I wish you the best in your MBA journey. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.